Welcome to another episode of the Average African Kid Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something a bit different. We're going to be talking about being educated versus getting a degree. We live in a very degree-hungry world. Think about it. Everywhere you go, your qualifications in terms of having a degree are literally the first thing that pop up on a job interview. For example, if you don't have a high school or secondary school diploma, first of all, that means you are disqualified from many jobs that already exist in the first place. Let's go on a step further. If you don't have a college degree, that automatically disqualifies you to work in so many big industries and big organizations and let's go further down the line further down the line if you don't have a phd you don't have access to work in research and some other places if you don't have a master's degree you probably don't have access to as many positions for leadership and like ceos of multi-billion dollar companies in the future so what am i saying going all the way to multi-billion dollar companies that's not my goal here let's start simple What's the difference between getting a degree and getting an education? Do you know? Yeah, that's right. I, I can hear you thinking out loud right now. And you would be surprised that the two are actually not close to each other at all. Like, you can have as many degrees as you want without actually getting educated. Give you a very big example. In secondary school... I went to Federal Government College, Wari, in Nigeria, Delta State. And in our final examinations, what happened was that people were cheating, basically. I don't know how this happened, but people had access to the questions way before the examination. So on the day of the examination, people were going to the corners of the room with their phones, checking out the answers to questions and with other groups of people, and they come back in and write the exam. Now, how did they do? Not too sure, honestly. I never really cared to follow up that much with them. But in that case, some of those guys and girls ended up with degrees that they did not earn. Sure, they showed up to classes and all, but they didn't earn those degrees, if you know what I mean by earn. Let's go a step further to colleges, universities, to um, polytechnics, HNDs, BS, uh, BAs, engineering, whatever you want to call it whatever degrees you want to speak about. Now, in a situation where someone else does your project for you, or in a situation where you go to an examination and a whole class is passing information, passing examination slips between each other, and I dare say, let me go a step further, away from being almost criminal to being almost too good. Imagine a situation where this young man memorizes the entire textbook for uh, Introduction to Basic Sciences course, let's say in year one of university. And this kid is on fire. He speaks out the lingo. He knows every single thing that there is to know about the topic. Let's take it a step further, shall we? Okay, this kid goes on to his third year and takes a neurobiology course. Let's let's dream, shall we? And this kid is so good in neurobiology. He, he memorizes all the parts of the brain. He knows all their functions from the frontal lobe to the parietal to the temporal, occipital. He knows every single thing in those areas. And he has learned them because he memorized everything in those regards. 
two, three years down the line. Okay, that's even way too far. Go six months. Uh, I'm, I'm being generous. Let's go two days after the examination, the final examination. He remembers almost nothing. And that's the same thing I had with my classmates in school. Like, you see people, you read before the examinations in university. Like, we'll read. This is not always common to Nigeria. It's common all over the world. Like, people from all cultures, black, white, Asian, American, African-American, Indian, whatever you want to call it, wherever you are, wherever you're from, this is common to you, too. Because... What we do is that we cram for these examinations and we study so hard for these examinations. And then we get through the examinations and voila, we've forgotten everything. I have a degree in neurobiology. And if not for what I'm about to tell you now, most of the stuff I learned, I would have forgotten. Okay, but I didn't forget everything. That's the key. That's why we're having this episode in the first place. So now, I ask you the same question again. What is the difference between being educated versus getting a degree. Are you getting a picture of what I'm talking about now? Maybe your answers are popping up in your head. Maybe it's getting a bit closer to you. Let me drive it in home. In an organic chemistry course, I had a teacher, Hector Aguilar, from my organic chemistry 2 course. And what he always said was that if you're going to be wrong, you might as well be confidently wrong. In other words, what he was telling his class was that when you're asking questions, when you're raising up your hand, it doesn't matter if you don't know the answer, but if you're sure of what you're saying, it doesn't matter if you're not correct. As long as you're confident in what you're doing, you're learning. And of course, when you make mistakes, you correct those and you be confident in the right thing eventually. He taught us that the most important skill you learn in school is not how to solve a quadratic equation, let's say, or understand the bromide reaction in organic chemistry that leads to the formation of cyclohexobutane or buckyball, Bucky Mr. Fullerene, for example. I'm just throwing out names. And there's actually real chemical compounds if you want to go find them yourself. But that is not why you go to school. You go to get the skills for critical thinking. And I think we over we pass that off really, really well. We we skip this this concept, this very key aspect of being educated. Being educated is not about how many degrees you have or how many courses you have taken in a special field. Being educated entails knowing how to handle real life situations based on prior experiences. In other words, people call this street smart. Yes, it is street smart, but it goes even a step beyond being street smart because in street smart, people imply sometimes that, oh, yes, you get you get street smart by only staying in the streets. Well, I'll say you get street smart and then you go to school and then you come back and you you mix the things you have learned in school. You mix the things you have learned in life and you get to the point where you are not just smart because you took a class on programming, but you're smart because you understand the principles behind programming and thus you can apply programming to any other area of your life. And that is so key. And that is that just changed my mindset in school because I stopped memorizing for examinations. Like, like my dad taught me this. Like the day of examinations, I just sit down in the examination hall. I just chill... Um, the day before my MCAT, I was in a pool chilling. Like I went to the pool by where I stayed and I just relaxed there for a few hours, prayed, just, just sought the face of the Lord and just stayed there by myself for a few hours. It is not about the memorization. What you have learned over time, if you are applying it, like I have this thing that happens to me anytime I take any courses. It's like I take a neurobiology course, I take an anatomy course and my whole, all the, all my, the rest of my, my week is filled with making very, very dry puns, very dry jokes about the things I've learned. 
what am I doing? I'm applying it. For example, leaving groups are, okay, I won't go into that exact analogy because I don't want to start explaining about organic chemistry, good leaving groups, nucleophiles, electrophiles, but maybe should I go there? Okay, let me break it down as easy as possible. A neutrophile is a, it's a compound that has a lot of a lot of electrons, so it's electron-rich. An electrophile loves electrons, so it's electron-deficient. So in order for a compound to be a good leaving group, in other words, in order for that compound to want to stay by itself, it needs to be a neutrophile. It needs to have a lot of electrons. It needs to be stable. It needs to be self-contained, which means that basically it needs to be independent. It doesn't need to be needy and, and grabby. It just needs to be by itself. So that's what a neutrophile is, right? Are you, you're still with me. I'm not going too far. I promise I'm not going too far into chemistry here. I'm just giving you the basics. So if that compound is a good neutrophile, which means it can leave its parent compound and separate by itself and eventually join with something like a hydrogen, which is, or something that's electron deficient that makes it a new chemical reaction. So round roundabout theology, let's go back to what we're saying. I was in this class and our, our TA was teaching us after school and the teacher called her to take our examination scripts for us. So she left the class, and we were doing some chemical reactions and stuff, organic chemistry too. And she asked us, don't leave this classroom. And I smiled and said, how can we leave when we're not nucleophilic? Now, okay. So I have to explain it again. When she, when she came back, she didn't hear me. When, when, I, when I said, explain the meaning, she was like, ha, 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 very funny. Neutrophiles, they are good leaving groups, so they always leave neutrophiles. Do I have to explain this? Okay, I hope you're smiling now. So, in other words, what I'm trying to do is that I'm trying to apply what I learned into real life. The difference between being educated and against being having a degree. Now, am I saying it's wrong to have a degree? Of course not. Like, being educated with a degree is like one of the best things you can have because you combine the best of both worlds. But now, let me go to the other end of the spectrum and say this. It is okay not to have a degree. And this is why it's important. Let me go to what I learned about PhDs. One of my professors explained this to me, that if you have a PhD in a field, you do not need to go and get a second PhD in another field. You can, and it'll be cool if you do. Maybe there's some reasons you would do that, but you don't. Because what they assume already that whatever you have learned as a PhD, you can learn any new topic and any new coursework in the world and be proficient at it. So they don't require you to have another PhD if you want to teach in something like if you studied um, psychology and you want to be a neurobiology um, professor and you have a PhD in psychology, it can, it can apply because you're talking about the brain and you can also learn any new things in your field. So let's go back to being educated versus having a degree. We focus so much on degrees. I know for sure in Nigeria, we focus a lot on degrees and certifications. Imagine we took, I'm going to give you another example. There was a certification course for CPR. And it was free because um, the company that did it was supporting COVID-19 um, relief programs. I'm like, okay, we're going to offer this course for free for people. So my dad set up this program in the hospital. It was like, oh, everybody, every staff that takes this course, I'm going to apply this for a bonus for you. There are five courses. If you get, if you get the cert certificate for all five courses, you're going to get this amount in bonuses. And guess what? Everybody started doing the courses. But all of a sudden, it was like, hey, what's, what's happening here? Everybody was passing those courses from nurses, from um, all, all staffs, cleaning staff to security staff to lighting. Every single person was passing these courses. And now, here's the thing. Is there a problem with everyone passing these courses? 
Absolutely not. If you put in the work, you can pass these courses. But the thing that was suspicious to dad was that in less than two days, people were finishing the whole course. And dad would be looking at me like, have you finished those courses yet? I'm like, no, like those courses are hard. Like I struggle with those courses. I'll be on my knees. Lord, help me pass this course because it's so hard. Um, so it turned out that people were giving other people their exams to take. In other words, people were saying, hey, you take my examination for me. And once I get the certificate, I'll pay you this much. So you see what I'm talking about here. And I asked myself this question. So these guys that are taking this course and having the certificate, what will they do in a real life situation when they actually have to give CPR to a patient? And then they are the ones and everyone's like, who has done this course? Who knows how to do CPR? Everyone points to that person in the room and they're like, I don't know how to do it. It just makes me angry because... The first thing first, you are lying that you know what you're doing when you don't. But second thing is that someone's life will be at stake eventually. And then you saying you have those skills when you don't put that person in more danger. I ended up applying that course to real life because in the hospital, I was in the COVID ward, COVID-19 ward for 13 days, um, about two weeks with, with dad. And I didn't, I didn't even know when it happened the first time, but I had to resuscitate him with CPR. I was, only, I was the only one in the room with my mom, and we had to do CPR for him. He was, he was supposed to be gone. He passed, like, six or seven times, and we had to re- revive him. And it was just the Lord that, like, go for it. He can't be dead. No, he can't be. He stopped breathing. He can't be dead. And then we did the, res- the CPR, and, and he came back. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. This course cannot be This course cannot be wasted. You didn't give me this course for no reason. And I, I mean, it's, yeah, it was, it was an experience for me because it also reminded me that Everything I do, I have to do to the best of my ability. Every course I take, everything I take. So it goes back to that concept. In university, I do not remember everything I learned. In secondary school, I do not remember everything I learned. Some other certifications I have on the side, I do not remember everything I learned. But that's okay. Do you know why? Because it is not the core knowledge that matters. It's the thought process behind that knowledge that matters. In other words, if I understand why a cell divides either mitosis or meiosis, I'm being biological here, why a cell divides, I began to see how the components in that cell split in pieces. If I can see why a quadratic equation holds or why a, a differentiation is the inverse of an integration, I began to see the variables that can exist because I differentiate x and I get 1, or I integrate x and I get, I integrate 1 and I get x plus c because I can't integrate something I don't know was there, the constant. I understand these concepts not because I memorized, but because I learned, I learned how to learn, basically. So, back to the question. Can you now tell me the difference between being educated versus having a degree? I, I, I guess that you, you can from what we have said so far. And my encouragement for you today is that having that degree is good. Take it a step further. Do something with it. Don't just think that, oh, these courses I'm taking are in relation to my field and that's it. But in real life, I'm, this past two years, I'm getting a degree in life. Like, I got a degree in neurobiology, but now I'm getting a degree in life. And this second degree is way more important, way more valuable to me than the first one. Because I'm learning the things that I will have learned 
in the real world and I'm actually living these things in the real world and I'm seeing that, wow, school doesn't really prepare you for real life. It's like, it's so shocking, but school really does not prepare you for the real world. And if you're listening to this now, I know who my audience is, have an idea of who my audience is, you probably already know this and you're like, yep, yep, no one really told, told me these things before, before it all happened and it's really fascinating. So... We're going to end there right now, and it's okay to have degrees. It's okay to not have degrees. But what is okay, what is best, is to integrate what you know, what you've learned, with the position you are in life right now, and be able to apply everything that is needed from your past experiences to your present problems. And that's the difference between being educated versus just having a degree. Thank you very much for listening to the Average African Kid podcast. Um, you know what to do. Please share this episode with one person. Yeah, go ahead right now. Just click the share button right there beneath the the play bar. Yes, just share it with one person. Let them listen to it and, yeah, share what they think with you. Support on Patreon. Yeah, we're growing on that platform too. Um, every everywhere, everywhere you can, subscribe to the channel. If you're not already subscribed, rate the podcast and everything. We're also on YouTube, so if you think that's more convenient for you, you can check out the YouTube link below. Yeah, we're making progress. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day. And that's all for now, folks. Stay safe.